Day 2. We're still at the very beginning during the creation story, and at this point, man and woman have been created, and God has put them in this beautiful garden that provides them with everything they could possibly need, all kinds of trees with fruit, and um, they, they, have, they have to do nothing but just pick the fruit off the trees. But God told them there's, you know, two particularly beautiful trees in the middle of this garden. One is the tree of life, and the other is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And God said, don't eat those. Don't eat the fruit of those, um, because if you do, you will die. And it seems like God had a, you know, face-to-face -face kind of relationship with Adam and Eve, the first man and the first woman, and that God would come and go in the garden. He uh, especially liked to walk in the garden in the um, evening, in the early evening, and just kind of visit with Adam and Eve. Well, um, during the day, apparently, um, Eve and Adam were tempted by what the story calls a serpent. And the serpent came and said, um, can, can you eat of anything in the garden? And, of course, the serpent, servant, serpent knew exactly what God had said. And, and he said, well, we can eat of everything except for, you know, these two trees here. And um, the serpent told her, well, what would happen if you eat them? And, and Eve said, God said we would die. And the serpent said, well... You won't really die, you know. Um, all that would happen is that you would become like God. You would become more like God than you even are already. And uh, God just, you know, didn't want you to, to do that. He didn't want to share his power with you. And so um, Adam and Eve ended up eating of the fruit that they were forbidden to eat. And they ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And it's... It's very interesting, I think, to reflect on the fact that God said if they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they would die. And yet, there was this other tree, the tree of life. It would seem like that would be the tree that would cause them to die. But no, it's knowing evil that causes us to die. Adam and Eve went from being completely innocent not knowing any evil in their lives at all, to all of a sudden knowing what evil was. And that, as anybody can tell you, is a terrible thing when evil enters your life. It is a death when you are no longer innocent. It is worse than physical death when evil enters your life and begins to take over. And so fruit has always been kind of an important motif all the way through the Bible. And when Jesus came and uh, was talking to his followers, he, he told them, he, he said, I'm, I'm going to die and I'm going to have to go away for a while, but I'm going to send you a comforter, somebody to be your advocate, somebody to speak up for you and to help you. Um, and that was the Holy Spirit. And so after Jesus' death, the Holy Spirit did indeed come to dwell in our hearts, in, in mankind, and um, we feel the Holy Spirit, we receive the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is active in our souls today. Um, and 
What's interesting is that the Holy Spirit, which is just the Spirit of God, it's nothing particularly special or different, it's still, it's still God, it's the Spirit of God in our lives, produces fruit in our lives. That, and this fruit is talked about quite a bit in the New Testament, especially by Paul. You can um, look up some of it in Galatians is a good place to look for some of the lists of the fruit. Um, Corinthians has, uh, uh, he talks a lot about the fruit of the Spirit. And, and what happens is that as the Holy Spirit begins to take over and, and clean out that evil in our lives, the fruit that we as people produce turns from being terrible deeds and wicked things and, um, and, and things, drunkenness and, and things that we really would not want to, to have operating in our lives, things that we fight, the Holy Spirit begins to, to flow through and clean us out from the inside out. And, and, and this fruit that we begin to produce in our lives begins to be fruit of peace and comfort and joy and abundant living. And it's a, it's a wonderful thing because God is in the business of redeeming all our mistakes. And so the mistake that mankind made way back there at the beginning to let evil into our lives, God is working um, in our lives actively now to reverse that. And there's a wonderful passage at the very, very end of the Bible in the last chapter of Revelation, chapter 22, where the scene is after Jesus has returned a second time and um, heaven has, it's, there's a brand new city where we all live. It's called the New Jerusalem. And God um, and, and Jesus and the Spirit and us, all, we're all there together. And it talks about these trees. It says, Then the angel showed me, this, he was, this was a, a vision that John was having, The angel showed me the river of the water of life, as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb, who is Jesus, down the middle of one great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing twelve crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. No longer will there be any curse. And so you see in that final city, in that, in that wonderful new Jerusalem, that tree of the knowledge of good and evil isn't even mentioned. But the tree of life is there, and it produces fruit for the healing of all the nations.